0: Well hello 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 not a voice a lot of y'all probably thought y'all be hearing in 2024 but it's Taya and I'm back briefly so you know I call this podcast six cups of tea tea in quotation mark, because it is in honor of the third anniversary of my first book, A Fresh Cup of Tea, No Sugar. Yes, Fresh Cup of Tea, No Sugar will be three on February 22nd, 2024, which is next Thursday. So I'm doing six shows in six days, right? And each show is going to be some tea about me, tea. <laughs> anyway, eh, I'm virgoin'. Don't pay me no mind. So <laughs> this First episode is called A Dozen Roses. All right. So I'm 42 years old. I'm single. Been single for a long time. Very long time. Right. I've had situationships. You know, I've dated people. I even let an ex spin the block. All all the above. Right. But so I was dealing with somebody um, And it was a situationship because let me just back up a little bit. Right. So I'm 42 years old. I have one child that is going to be 24 in March and I am unable, even though I didn't want to anyway, but I'm unable to have any children. Right. And I tend to keep meeting men who don't have children who start off by saying, Hey, I don't want any children. That's why I don't have any children, right? And then somewhere along the line, month later, it's like, yeah, I think I would like to have one. Hey, well, I can't help you, and I told you that up front, right? So, in my mind, I kind of write that person off as, eh, this is going to be somebody I'm going to hang out with, you know, be cool with, whatever, right? Whatever the vibe takes us. So, I was dealing with somebody, um... And we actually watched the Super Bowl and, you know, we had a Super Bowl party where I had fixed some food and it was, you know, it was just the two of us watching the Super Bowl with the Eagles or whatever. And we lost. Anyway, long story short, me being a considerate person that I am, I was like, you don't have to, you know, drive me home because for those who are the first, this is your first time listening to me, I don't drive. So I Uber everywhere. Thank God for Uber and Lyft. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyway. Back to my story. Um, so I said, no, you're not take me home. You got to be to work at four in the morning. Um, it was already like 11 when the Super Bowl was over. And after we were upset about losing, it was like 11, right? So I was like, no. And I only live like six minutes from you. So anyway, get in the Uber and didn't even get far away from um, the person's place before the Uber driver got pulled over by the police. Now, let me back up and let y'all know why that's significant for me. So, February 8th, 2014, I was falsely arrested for conspiracy to commit retail theft, right? Basically, black women shopping, buying TVs in a store. Somebody else was in there stealing, so I had to be with them like we were running a ring or something, right? And I was actually handcuffed. Put in the back of the paddy wagon while, I wait, while the police waited to see if I actually did anything. Now, that's the short version of the story because this particular episode, it's not about that. I still have PTSD from that situation. From being arrested, um, from being handcuffed, being in the back of the paddy wagon, the police officer, you know, telling me to put my hands behind my back. All of that, I, at times, if triggered, it bothers me. So... Back to my story. So I get in the Uber and I'm going, you know, a couple minutes. Car gets pulled over by the police. Police officer come to the window. You ran a stop sign or missed a turn signal. Something. I I, I kind of blocked some of this out. So don't try to hold me to the details because they're not really, you know, whatever. So the cop says you ran a stop sign and right away, driver gets mad. I ain't run no stop sign. What is you talking about? You just pulling me over for nothing. Right. Not a good time to be yelling at the police, right? Because I don't know what he did. I wasn't paying attention. So a police officer said, let me see your license and registration. He says, I don't have my license on me. And the registration isn't in my name. It's in my wife's name. So now I'm in the back seat, quietly freaking out because... In my mind, you don't have a license, you don't have registration, is this car stolen? Like, I'm thinking all kind of stuff. And I promise you, the cop walked away, went to his vehicle, and he was there so long. Now, mind you, I'm in the back seat. So, this is reminding me of the time I was in the back seat. No, I don't got handcuffs on, but I'm kind of stuck here because where am I going? Because let me add, that it wasn't on a residential block. It was like in the park. I can't even really tell you exactly exactly where I was so of course I'm calling my friend like um pulled over not answering the phone didn't answer the phone I'm in the back seat freaking out cop comes back oh well you should have had your license and then he looks at me and then the guy says well I'm just trying to get my Uber passenger home and I think that's the only thing that saved us so I didn't say nothing I was quiet and when I got home, my, I had a whole anxiety attack to the point that I dropped my favorite glass, my favorite custom-made Eagle's glass shattered into pieces in my home. Okay. So I go to bed. I'm so upset. You know, I wake up in the morning. I'm so upset. Five o'clock in the morning, I get a text from my friend. Like, oh my goodness, I couldn't find my phone. I didn't hear my phone. I don't remember exactly what he said. He even said he couldn't find his phone or he didn't hear his phone, whatever. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Because at this point, I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Like, yeah, he even stay up to make sure I got home, right? So, then he texted me and was like, so then he called. and I told him what happened and I was trying to hide it because, you know, I'm a G. So, I ain't really want him to know what was going on because you kind of don't be wanting to share that stuff with people when y'all just, you know, whatever. So, but I wound up telling him because I couldn't hide it. And he was like, that's messed up. I'm like, damn, that's all he want to say? Anyway, surprise, to my surprise, he texted me and said, I'm, I'm pulling up to your home at 8 o'clock. I'm like, did he mean to text me? So anyway, he gets to my home. And when I open the door, he has a dozen red roses. And I'm like, oh, wow. He's like, yeah, I'm sorry about what happened to you. That was my fault. I really couldn't find my phone. I, it, it, I dropped it or, and I couldn't find it. So I didn't hear it. And I didn't find it till early this morning. Whatever he said. But he came with the roses, right? Now, let's get to the point of the story. Point of the story is that that was the first time in my 41 years at the time on this earth, that anyone has ever given me a dozen roses. I've received one rose. I've received three one time, but I've never received a dozen roses. And this was a really big deal to me to get these roses, right? For the moment. But then I got sad and said, that's really sad that at 41 years... Oh, that was my first time ever receiving a dozen red roses after, you know, dating people, being in a relationship, you know, all the above. Never. And, you know, I know people who get roses just because it's Wednesday. You know, when I worked in the office, people would be getting roses all the time for their birthday, for Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. And I had never received a dozen red roses, right? So it made me think about why. And then that sent me on a whole journey of why I have never received Red Roses. Now I'm going to back up a little bit to bring it home about why I told that story. Because now what really got to me is that it took for me to have an anxiety attack due to my PTSD Surrounded my false arrest for someone to feel that I was worthy of a dozen red roses. Y'all heard that? It took for me. I'm getting my Dr. Umar. I'm going to repeat this because I want everybody to get this. It took for me to have an anxiety attack from PTSD episode from my false arrest from now, 10 years ago, almost to the date, February 8th, of when this incident happened, February 12th, 2023, it was nine. For me, for someone to feel that I deserved a dozen red roses. Now, the amount of people that I have been with, that I have held down, that I have been there for. That I have loved on. That I have treated very well. And you can ask them. They all know. Ain't nobody left me because I didn't treat them right. Or no situation ended because I didn't treat somebody right. And most of them still like to stay in contact with me. I ain't being bragging. But it's the truth. Right? And. But. Uh, And I hadn't done much of anything for this person. And even he didn't say, oh, I want to give her red roses because she helped me save money in the last month by giving me some budgeting tips. He didn't say, I want to give her some red roses because, you know, the fourth time we went out, she paid for me for us to go eat at Miller's L. No, he didn't feel that I deserve a dozen red roses Until I had a weak-ass moment. So I really thought about that and said, you know what? This is on me. I never required anyone to give me red roses. I never required that from any of the people that I dealt with. I never required them to do anything. I always just allowed people to do whatever it was in them to feel that I was worth for them to do. And that's not to say that nobody's never did anything for me, but now we talking about red roses, the red roses symbolize the fact that I have allowed people to treat me less than what I was worth. The way that I have treated people, I should have got a dozen red roses every week, It should have never been a case of where I never received a dozen red roses, but this is my life. And I thought about this when I said, you know, I was going to drop some tea on these episodes. I said, you know what? I'm going to call this first episode a dozen red roses because that entire situation represents me. Yes, I do have anxiety when I have situational anxiety. Certain things give me anxiety that's usually triggered by some traumatic experience that I have had. Right on top of the fact that all the men in my life have never thought I was worthy enough to give me a dozen red roses, and the one man who does, it is related back to my traumatic experience. It also said, "Listen, Taya, this is on you. Why didn't you ever require you gave so much to people? I I mean, I gave a lot." I can't even go into the amount of stuff that I have done for men that were in my life just for them to not reciprocate on the same level. Nobody has ever reciprocated on the same level. And that is on me. But now, one of the other things I thought about is that, how do we change this? And to be clear, I don't specifically want a dozen red roses, right? I want what that symbolizes. Somebody says, you know what? She deserves the most. Because, I mean, you could give somebody two dozen roses, but we all know that a dozen roses is a big deal, right? Right? Cause, like I said, I've I've received one rose. I've received three. I've never received a dozen. The other reason why I thought about this is, is a lot of people will say, "Oh, you're single because you're picky." Or, oh, these women. Oh, these women ask for too much. All oh, these women want too much. You're listening to a forty-two-year-old woman who has only received a dozen red roses one time in her life. One time. What does that say? That says that I have earned the right to ask for what I want. I have earned the right to not accept the bare minimum, a.k.a. one rose, three rose. If it ain't a dozen, I don't want it. And again, we're speaking in metaphors here, not literally saying I want roses. I'm not not even a big flower person. But even in that instance, when I got them red roses... I didn't say, oh, I don't really like flowers. No. I act like it was the best thing in the world. I said, thank you so much. And I even was honest in saying that nobody had ever given me roses before, which blew his head up. But, you know. And I I just, you know. I'm one of those people that everything has meaning. And while someone else will listen and say, all right, well, you got roses for the first time. No, it's what it represents. It's the fact that I had to realize that nobody has ever thought that I was worthy enough to give me a dozen red roses. Something that most women experience all the time. It's nothing to them. Oh, he bought me roses. Oh, that's nice. You know what I mean? To the point that some people may not even think it's a big deal. But for me, it was huge. It was eye-opening. It was life-changing. So, my thing is now that you got to know your worth. Don't let somebody give you three roses, one rose. Because we all know those came from a dozen. We all know that one dozen of roses should be the standard. Now, if we in the bar and you know how those people sell those little roses. Oh, you want to get a rose flowers for the lady? Right, cool. You can get one rose then. But I'm talking about. When somebody is gifting you something, not in a bar, like having it delivered, don't, deliver, don't let nobody deliver one or three roses. Again, speaking in metaphors. It's a dozen rare roses or nothing. Now, initially I said that anytime now that somebody gave me rare roses, I would have associated it with that traumatic experience. I don't feel that way today. What I feel today is that. That was a reminder. That I should never allow myself. To ever let anyone. Give me. What is below the standard. If you know me. You know I have no problem with 50-50. You know I have no problem with treating a man. I don't have no problem. With any of those things. Right. But now. I'm not doing any of that. If. It is not mutual. It's not going to happen. I'm not giving you a dozen red roses and you giving me one rose. That's not what we're doing anymore. And that has been the core of my existence as a woman for a majority of my life. I'm always giving a dozen red roses and getting one or three in return. I'm not doing that anymore. It's a dozen red roses, quote-unquote, or nothing. So everybody listening to this episode, although it started out with my traumatic experience, what I gained from it is clarity on how I need to move moving forward. Now, I have been on a dating hiatus since March 14th, almost a year, right? And during that time, you know, I've been in therapy, which that will be cup two tomorrow. And I have been really, really focused on myself, on my peace, literally playing mental mortal combat, meaning get over here mentally before I say something. Because it's not just men that have um, given me one role or three roles. I've been in several situations in life where that has occurred. I've been in business situations where that has occurred. I've been in friend situations where that has occurred. I've been in uh work situations where that has occurred. And I realized that it's because part of it to kind of close this out in a few. Part of it is because I, one, have never required a dozen red roses. Two, if somebody were to offer them to me, I would probably say, no, nah, you can only give me six. Because that's that considerate part of me that, to be honest, is my downfall. Just like in my example, no, you don't got to take me home. I take Uber. You got to get up and work in the morning. That's me being considerate. And then I say, if I had not taken that Uber, I'd have never had that experience. And I'd have probably never gotten the Red Roses. And I probably wouldn't know that that should be my standard. So, I'm a walking. If you ever watch the show, This Is Us, that is me. Everything has meaning. Everything has. Is connected to something else. So while I will forever hold on to the traumatic experience of my false arrest, while I will forever know that the first time I received a dozen red roses was related to my traumatic experience, I'm still grateful for that. Because if that had not happened, I may still... Be out here accepting three roses or one roses because now it's a dozen red roses or nothing. All right, y'all. Follow me on Instagram, J-U-S-T-T-Y-A-B-R-A-N-D-L-L-C. And stay tuned tomorrow for cup two of six cups of tea. Have a good night.